Is a popular popular podcast. Do not be afraid. Welcome to Popular History, a library of Catholic knowledge and insights brought to you daily. My name is Greg, and today we've got three folks to bring together. First, James the Less, aka James the Just, aka James the Brother of the Lord, aka James the Son of Alpheus. Look, it's it's complicated. Anyways, that James, who academics definitely want to split up into different people, but who tradition generally just lets wear lots of hats and have weird family connections, yes, that James has Christianity's home base of Jerusalem all to himself with the departure of Peter to Antioch. Speaking of, Peter is our second figure. Yes, he's over in Antioch now, and he's apparently quarreling with Paul, as well as setting up the grotto church that survives to this day. Apparently, it fared fairly well through the serious earthquake that hit the area earlier this year. Did I mention, just for reference, that Antioch is in the southeastern tip of modern Turkey? If not, well, now I did. Our third figure is Paul. And yes, yes, we did just see him arguing with Peter, including what seemed to have been a fairly committed argument in which, at least to hear Paul tell it, Paul got the better of Peter a notion which Protestants have run with ever since. The subject of this argument, called the Incident at Antioch, was whether Jewish Christians could eat with Gentile Christians in violation of the Torah. You'd think that after his sheep dream, during which God himself told Peter to stop calling things unclean when he had proclaimed them clean, that Peter would have learned to take a more mellow stance here. Apparently not, as Peter is the one refusing to eat with the Gentiles, thanks to peer pressure from the Jewish Christians, who Paul takes to calling Judaizers. Paul freaks out over this, and, well, we actually don't know what happens after that, because Paul's letter to the Galatians, our source for this, switches into a more general reflection, away from his specific recollection of the event. Most seem to think Peter repented. Otherwise, why would Paul be bringing it up? That also seems to match Peter's actions a few years later, according to our chronology, when the church leaders, especially our heroes of the day, Peter, James the Less, and Paul, gather in Jerusalem to rehash the same basic topic of the relationship between Christians and the law. Oh, there's also Paul's traveling companion at the moment, Barnabas, but he's not going to be significant for our purposes again, so I'm choosing not to emphasize him. But, uh, that's who that is. We've gotten halfway through this episode without quoting from Acts. Let's change that with the account of the Council of Jerusalem from Acts chapter 15. Quote, Some of the believers who belonged to the party of the Pharisees stood up and said, The Gentiles must be circumcised and required to keep the law of Moses. The apostles and elders met to consider this question. After much discussion, Peter got up and addressed them. Brothers, you know that some time ago God made a choice among you that the Gentiles might hear from my lips the message of the gospel and believe. God, who knows the heart, showed that he accepted them by giving the Holy Spirit to them, just as he did to us. He did not discriminate between us and them, for he purified their hearts by faith. 
Now then, why did you try to test God by putting on the necks of Gentiles a yoke that neither we nor our ancestors have been able to bear? No, we believe it is through the grace of our Lord Jesus that we are saved, just as they are. The whole assembly became silent as they listened to Barnabas and Paul talking about the signs and wonders God had done among the Gentiles through them. When they finished, James spoke up. Brothers, he said, listen to me. Simon has described to us how God first intervened to choose a people for his name from the Gentiles. The words of the prophet are in agreement with this, as it is written. After this I will return and rebuild David's fallen tent. Its ruins I will rebuild, and I will restore it, that the rest of mankind may seek the Lord. Even all the Gentiles who bear my name, says the Lord, who does these things, things known from long ago. It is my judgment, therefore, that we should not make it difficult for Gentiles who are turning to God. Instead, we should write to them, telling them to abstain from food polluted by idols, from sexual immorality, from the meat of strangled animals, and from blood. For the law of Moses has been preached in every city from the earliest times, and is read in the synagogues on every Sabbath. Then the apostles and elders, with the whole church, decided to choose some of their own men, and send them to Antioch with Paul and Barnabas. They chose Judas, called Barsabbas, and Silas, men who were leaders among the believers. With them they sent the following letter. The apostles and elders, your brothers, to the Gentile believers in Antioch, Syria, and Cilicia. Greetings. We have heard that some went out from us without our authorization and disturbed you by troubling your minds by what they said. So we all agreed to choose some men and send them to you with our dear friends Barnabas and Paul men who have risked their lives for the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, we are sending Judas and Silas to confirm by mouth what we are writing. It seemed good to the Holy Spirit and to us not to burden you with anything beyond the following requirements. You are to abstain from food sacrificed to idols, from blood, from the meat of strangled animals, and from sexual immorality. You would do well to avoid these things. Farewell. So the men were sent off and went down to Antioch, where they gathered the church together and delivered the letter. The people read it and were glad for its encouraging message. End quote. Well, that certainly filled up the docket for today. Tomorrow, believe it or not, we're going to prepare to leave the book of Acts behind. And when we do, we're going to start taking a look at some of the extra-biblical sources that help give us tidbits of quite possibly dubious information on the church and the world in these early years. Thank you for listening. God bless you all.